Hey, this is Jake, and welcome to the Dark Passions Podcast. This podcast discusses crimes, research using publicly available information, or personal recollections. Content may be graphic, disturbing, or violent, and may be upsetting to some. Listener discretion is advised. This one goes out to the people who have lost people that ended up in the show. My condolences go out to the families and friends who have lost their loved one or have had a loved one or friend wronged to end up in the making of the show. If you are faint at heart or under the age of 18, I'm sorry, but I've got to turn you away from this podcast now so that I am no longer a liability for this entertainment. If you're easily offended or easily triggered, again, please back out of this podcast. This is not for you. Please heed the prior disclaimer and that's the same disclaimer that'll be on every episode. Thank you. Have a good day and bye. If you have made it this far and you decided that you want to continue to listen to the podcast, congratulations. This content is for you. Welcome to the Dark Passions podcast and let's get started with the next episode being the first episode, the only episode uploaded right now until 5-2-22 when the next episode comes out. So yeah, thank you. Have a good day. This episode is about Ted Bundy. Hello and welcome to the show. Ted Bundy was alive between November 24th, 1946 to January 24th, 1989. Ted Bundy was a 1970 serial killer, rapist, and necrophiliac. Bundy was executed in Florida's electric chair in 1989. Murder is not about lust, and it's not about violence. It's about possession. Burlington, Vermont, Stark, Florida... Quotes, one of two. I didn't know what made people want to be friends. I didn't know what made people attractive to one another. I didn't know what underlay social interactions. Ted Bundy. This biography of Ted Bundy ranges from 1946 to 1989. Ted Bundy was an American serial killer and rapist. Ted Bundy was one of the most notorious criminals of the late 20th century, known to have killed 20 women in the 1970s. He was executed in an electric chair in 1989. Who was Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy was a 1970s serial killer, rapist, and necrophiliac. He was executed in Florida's electric chair in 1989. His case has since inspired many novels, films, and so on and so forth about serial killers. Like my podcast. Who were Ted Bundy's parents and siblings? Eleanor Louise Cowell who went by Louise, was 22 years old and unmarried when she gave birth to her son, Ted. Ted's father may have been Lloyd Marshall, an Air Force veteran and Penn State graduate, according to Anne Rule, a co-worker 
of Ted's and author of the book The Stranger Beside Me. Other sources had Ted's father's name as Jack Worthington, while some rumors had that his father was also his grandfather because Ted's birth certificate lists father as unknown. His biological father's identity may never be confirmed. In 1951, Louise married Johnny Bundy while Ted took his name. He reportedly didn't have much respect for his stepfather, whom he resented being so uneducated and working class. Johnny and Louise several children to, had several children together. Louise was working as a secretary in the University of Puget Sound and still married to Johnny in the 1970s when Ted was accused of his crimes. She refused to believe the charges for years. She changed her stance after he confessed. Bundy was born in Burlington, Vermont, in November 24, 1946. Bundy started life as his mother's secret shame. His illegitimate birth humiliated her deeply religious parents. Louise delivered Ted at a home for unwed mothers in Vermont and later brought her son to her parents in Philadelphia to hide the fact that he was an illegitimate child. Bundy was raised as the adopted son. Yes, an adopted son of his grandparents and was told his mother was his sister. Eleanor moved with Bundy to Tacoma, Washington, a few years later and soon married his stepfather, Johnny. From all appearances, Bundy grew up in a content working-class family, he showed an unusual interest in macabre things at an early age. Around three, he was fascinated by knives. A shy but bright child, Bundy did well in school, but not with his peers. As a teenager, a darker side of his character started to emerge. Bundy liked pe to peer in people's windows and thought nothing of stealing the things he wanted from other people. Ted Bundy waves to a TV camera at his indictment for January murders of FSU co-eds Lisa Levi and Margaret Bowman. Photo Getty Images. Bundy graduated from the University of Washington with a degree in psychology in 1972. He had been accepted to law school in Utah, although he would never earn his degree. While a student in the University of Washington, Bundy fell in love with a pretty young woman from California. She had everything he wanted. Class, money, influence. He was devastated by their breakup. Many of Bundy's later victims resembled his college girlfriend, attractive students with long, dark hair. By the mid-1970s, Bundy transformed himself, becoming more outwardly confident and active in social and political matters. He 
even got a letter of recommendation from the Republican governor of Washington after working on his campaign. Bundy confessed to 37 killings of young women across several states in the 1970s, but experts believe that the final tally may be closer to 100 or more. The exact number of women Bundy killed will never be known. His killings usually followed a gruesome pattern. He raped his victims often before beating them to death. While there was debate as to when Bundy started killing, most of his sources say that he began his murderous rampage around 1974, around the time many women in the Seattle area and in nearby Oregon went missing. Stories circulated about some of the victims last being seen in the company of a young dark-haired man known as Ted. He often lured his victims into his car pretending to be injured and asking for their help. Their kindness proved to be a fatal mistake. Many of you are asking, or probably already know, how Ted Bundy was caught. How was Ted Bundy caught? In the fall of 1974, Ted Bundy moved to Utah to attend law school, and women began disappearing there as well. The following year, he was pulled over by police. A search of his vehicle uncovered a cache of burglarly tools, a crowbar, a face mask, and handcuffs with a rope. And he was arrested for possession of these tools, and police began to link him to a much more earlier of part of his sinister crimes. In 1975, Bundy was arrested for the kidnapping of Carol Durant, one of the few women to escape his clutches. He was convicted and received a 15 year jail sentence max. It was a 1 to 15 year jail sentence in total. Bundy escaped from prison twice in the year of 1977. The first time he was indicted on murder charges for the death of the young Colorado woman and decided to act as his own lawyer in the case. During a trip to the courthouse library, he jumped out of the window and made his first escape. He was captured eight days later. In December, Bundy escaped from custody again. He climbed out of the hole he made from the ceiling of his cell, having dropped more than 30 pounds to fit enough through the small opening, authorities did not discover that Bundy was missing for 15 hours, giving the serial killer a big head start on the police. Chi Omega Sorority House Break-In After Bundy's second escape from prison, he eventually made his way to Tallahassee, Florida, on the night of January 14, 1978, he broke into the Chi Omega sorority house at Florida State University, attacked four young female residents, killing two of them. On February 9th, Bundy kidnapped and murdered a 12-year-old girl named Kimberly Leach. 
The crimes marked the end of his murderous rampage as he soon was pulled over by police in that February. The most damning evidence connecting Bundy to the Chiomega murders at FSU were bite marks on one of the bodies where of which a definitive match to Bundy. Bundy's trial. Bundy's good looks, charm, and intelligence made him something of a celebrity during his trial. Bundy fought for his life, but was convicted with and spent nine years on death row appealing his death sentence. In July 1979, Bundy was convicted for the two Chi Omega murders at FSU. This is the part where we talk about his conviction, death sentences, and appeals. He was given the death penalty twice. He received another death penalty sentence in 1980 for the murder of Kimberly Leach. Bundy appealed trying to make case as the high U.S. Supreme Court, but he was turned down. He also offered information on some of the unsolved murders to avoid Florida's electric chair, but he could not delay justice forever, and he was executed in 1989. Ted Bundy's girlfriend, Elizabeth K. In 1969, Bundy began a six-year relationship with Elizabeth K., whom he met in a Seattle bar. Clover was a single mom of a young daughter and struggled with alcoholism. Bundy took care of her, and he was warm and loving, quote-unquote. In 1974... Clover started to suspect Bundy's crimes when she questioned him about odd behaviors like keeping a meat cleaver in his desk. He used his charm to deflect her concerns. Clover secretly went to the police with her suspicion of Bundy's involvement in prominent local murders, but they didn't believe he was the killer. The pair remained together altogether, although they were distant when Bundy moved to Olympia the following year. In 1975, Clover went to police again, this time with evidence that helped arrest the serial killer. Bundy had confessed to Clover over the phone from his prison cell that he tried to kill her but couldn't resist his impulses when he felt his sickness building inside him. She later wrote she broke ties with Bundy for good and wrote her about her experience in a book. Wife and Daughter in 1980, Bundy married Carol Ann Boone. 
a mother of two whom he dated before his initial arrest in a courtroom during the penalty phase of his trial. He proposed and accepted in the presence of the judge making the marriage legitimate in Florida. The couple had met six years earlier when they both worked at the Department of Emergency Services in Olympia, Washington. Boone gave birth to a daughter, Rose, in 1982, and she named Bundy as the father. Not much is known about Rose today. Boone eventually realized Bundy was guilty of the crimes. She divorced him three years prior to his execution, according to Rule's book, A Stranger Beside Me. Boone stopped visiting Bundy after two years of his imprisonment. Death. On January 24, 1989, Bundy was executed around 7 a.m. at Florida State Prison in the electric chair, sometimes known as Old Sparky. Outside, the prison crowds cheered and even set off fireworks after Bundy's execution. Bundy's body was cremated in Gainesville and no public ceremony was held. Before he was executed, he requested his ashes be scattered in the Cascade Mountains of Washington State, where he murdered at least four of his victims. Bundy in popular culture. An infamous national figure since his Florida trials, Bundy's life has been the subject of countless books and documentaries trying to shed light on the brutal killer's crimes well-known movies include The Deliberate Stranger was a 1986 television movie featuring Mark Harmon as Bundy. Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, Vile debuted in 2019 at Sundance Film Festival with Zac Efron as Bundy and Lily Collins as Cloetfer. The film's title from Judge Edward Cowart's post-sentencing remarks to Bundy. Conversations with a Killer, a Ted Bundy tapes, was released the same year. The documentary features archival footage of, and audio recordings of Bundy made on death row alongside present-day interviews. Books Several notable books have been published on Bundy's crimes, including The Stranger Beside Me, Ted Bundy, The Shocking Inside Story, published in 1980 by Rule, a co-worker of Bundy's at a crisis hotline. Rule describes she gradually realized Bundy was a serial killer and then draws from their ongoing correspondence, which he lasted until shortly before Bundy's execution. The Phantom Prince, My Life with Ted Bundy, written by Bundy's ex-girlfriend, Chloe, for about dating a loving serial killer. It was published in 1981 while he was on death row. Ted Bundy, Conversations with a Killer, published in 1989 by Stephen Mashad. 
and journalist Hugh Ainsworth with collection of of stories from more than 150 hours of interviews with Bundy. Defending the Devil, My Story as Ted Bundy's Lawyer, published in 1994, was written by Paulie Nelson, a newly minted lawyer who was offered Bundy's pro case pro bono by the Washington, D.C. law firm, where she worked just weeks before he was scheduled to be executed. I Survived Ted Bundy, The Attack and PTSD That Changed My Life, published by Rhonda Stapley, who brutally was attacked by Bundy in Utah, 1974, and survived after battling with PTSD, wrote her book about her experience. All credit is due to Biography.com. The article's name is Ted Bundy, A&E Network's Television, 15th of September, 2021. HTTPS, www.biography.com, crime-figure, slash Ted Bundy. So again, it's Biography.com, slash crime-figure, slash Ted Bundy. I am your host, Jacob Goff host of dark passions a true crime podcast i have been active since 2018 with different subjects and podcast ideas i hope this one lasts thank you have a good day bye i am jacob and i'm saying have a good night thank you and bye